0: Charlotte Soccer Show, John Hayes here with you. Just got back to the house after a great Sunday at Crown Legacy's Pups at the Pitch. Great to be there with the Greater Charlotte SPCA. And it's even better news that the result of the match, a 1 1 draw, Crown Legacy getting the extra point in the shootout, clinches. The number one seed in the East. A great inaugural season for Crown Legacy. It was great to be at the match this afternoon. I'm John Hayes. You're going to hear from Danny Brams. And in just a minute, excited for everyone to be here for what is a special episode to kick off one of the biggest match weeks of the season. And one of the biggest match weeks in the history of this club. Three points against D.C. at home on Saturday is huge. You're going to hear Danny and I preview that match later this week. But first, we have a special episode. The Charlotte FC president, Joe Labou, himself, sat down with us for an hour. We talked all things Charlotte FC. We learned about Joe, his life, his career, how he ended up in this position. We talked about hot button topics around town, uh, p- things that people have been debating for for a while. PSLs, season ticket prices, grass versus turf at the stadium, as well as Charlotte FC and the connection that it has with the community here in town. It's a great interview. It's a great conversation. It's a great episode. Stay here. Stay tuned. We've got you covered, and enjoy the interview.
1: Pleasure. Thank you for inviting us to the office today. We appreciate it. Uh, You just wrapped up your 18th month, I believe, in the big chair, from uh, from what I know as president of this club. And I want to know, first and foremost, how many hours of those 18 months have been spent listening to The Charlotte Soccer Show?
2: Enough. <laughs> Enough. Enough to be dangerous.
1: <laughs> Good. Well, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we, we, can't, we can't help but uh, be super stoked to talk to you because it's something we've been dancing around for a long time. And we have a lot of questions written down. We have other questions that we might spin off and just see where the conversation goes. But I, John, when we were prepping, John put something out here. He said, I want to know like what a president does or whatever it says. Well, that makes me think of the office space quote, which is... <laughs> What is it that you would say you do here? So, so before we get into everything else, just give us your job description oh, as you person. see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, no, my, my, my role is to uh, create the best environment for this club to succeed. And, you know, hopefully be the club that Charlotte deserves. Um, the people that work here every single day deserve and you know that's that's a variety of different things that's everything from helping the sporting side have the resources that they need um, helping out on some decisions where I'm asked on the commercial side same thing just making sure because in the end it's it's a business making sure that the business is, is healthy making sure that we show up in the community we do our part there which is really really important I think something that's very soccer specific is, you know, just making sure that the game is growing too. I think we we we've constantly talked about that, and y'all do a great job in covering not only Charlotte FC but all, all of soccer in Charlotte, name naming the show obviously. And you know, we feel like we're we're here to amplify. You know, I think there was always that joke that you know, ownerships bringing concerts to Charlotte and ownerships, you know, bringing soccer here. That's not that's not the case. You know, soccer's been here. We've just been we've been a platform to amplify it and show it off, hopefully to to a bigger audience. We take that seriously.
0: Well, the concert thing, I I will say this is that the more that I think about the concert thing, the more I am 100,000% on board. And the reason why is because every time an artist comes to town that I really wanna see and they're booked at PNC Pavilion, I say to myself, my goodness, do I really wanna go all the way up there to see a show? (laughs) Why can't Tepper just host them in the the actual stadium and go from there? So I think the concert uh, situation has actually made uptown uh, buzz this summer in a way yeah. that it hasn't and, and part of that is because of Charlotte FC Joe you, you know that yeah. as far as the sports calendar is concerned and and one thing I, I we wanted to ask the question that way uh, about what you do here and not only the reason why is because in a president position right you're wearing a thousand different hats yeah. right we know that I think I think the supporters know that and, and ultimately, that role comes with a, a lot of pressure. It comes with the idea that the entire staff, the organization is 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 under your leadership. So a big thing that we love to talk about is leadership, right? And how did you end up getting into this position where you you, <laughs> you wake up in the morning, you go, wait, I'm, a, I'm the leader of this organization. I get to go into the, the Charlotte FC headquarter today and, and be the president. I, how, how did this happen for
2: you? <laughs> Are you listening to my thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, right. a little, a little, right. little trepidation. No, I, I think just just for me, um, you know, starting out in this industry when I was in college, you know, and, um, I just I just happened to see um, internships were available with DC United, um, so they, there was a job fair, at University of Maryland, Coldfield, Assield. Basketball arena, which is now a football facility, strangely enough. But, um, you know, went there, saw DC United, and my first thought was, like, wait, you can actually, like, work in sports. You know, this was, uh, to date myself, this was, what, 1999. So there wasn't, Mm -hmm. you know, teamwork online, to my knowledge. The internet (laughs) was still, you know, AOL. MLS was
1: three years old. Yeah, right. And,
2: uh, you know, so I threw my hat in the ring there. How was your
1: Y2K party, by the way? Just
2: for, yeah. Six to eight inches of snow Back in away, Rochester, man. New York. Oh, wow. yeah. Okay. That's yeah. A yeah. Nice blizzard yeah. party. Some good times, man. <laughs> um, so, no, I, I threw my hat in the ring there. And, um, you know, it was it was a weird, it was sort of a weird, I kind of had a job, but I kind of didn't have a job. It was like, hey, drop from College Park to Herndon, Virginia, which is out by Dulles mm-hmm. Airport and showed up there and it was kind of like, hey, you can work out you can maybe drive some guys to the airport. And I was like, this is not gonna help me at all. I, I don't know what's happening here. So that was very short-lived, but I was actually telling that story. I was working at um, the TPC Avenue. I was working in the bag room there. It's TPC Potomac now. So it's a course. Yeah. it's uh, right next to Congressional Country Club. You guys are golfers.
0: Yeah, they, they, uh, they had, had
2: a PJ Tour event. Yeah, there, it did, yeah. yeah, yeah. They shut down for a couple of years and yeah. reopened it as TPC Potomac. Cause Apparently TPC Avenue wasn't, wasn't a good yeah. enough name. I'm a former club. I, um, I
0: think they used that uh, facility for the Wells Fargo Championship a year that it couldn't be here because of the Presidents Cup or maybe. something like yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah,
2: no, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um,
0: PGA. Yeah, PGA Championship. Yeah, good yeah, call. Yeah. good call.
2: So was was working there and was actually just telling the story and they had this this individual I had connections with the with the the now Commanders mm-hmm. and I was like, wait a minute, that stadium's. 10, 15 minutes from College Park, like I can, can handle that, Let, let's see. And a door opened there, and that, that sort of got my, my career set off in sports. And you know, fortunately for me, starting out as an intern, you're similar to, we've almost come full circle. You're wearing a lot of hats doing that. <laughs> Good mm-hmm. point, right? great you're, point, yeah. You're running, yeah. running stats to the media one day, you're working in the parking lot one day. I mean, there were games where chiseling off, ice off seats, um, trying to sell corporate hospitality packages. Uh, taking lunch orders again. This was uh, no Doordash, no no mm-hmm. internet. This was literally intern walking up and down the hallway at FedEx Field, uh, taking forty lunch orders per day. But you know, I always tell that story did too. You,
0: did you uh, charge service fee? What, what was the service fee?
2: <laughs> you know what the service fee? There was no service Keep fee. Job, keeping fast. my job. Yeah, yeah. I got another story about that one, but I will say that for another day. Keeping keeping my job, but also it gave me the opportunity to sit down. I mean, one of the things that you know. My dad told me when I started working there was, you know, there was there was new ownership that has since been uh, replaced. I think mm-hmm. in, pre- in the last couple months, um, but there were only a few people that were left over from the previous regime. Jack can't cook, and my mm-hmm. dad gave me great advice. and He said, figure out the people that stayed there and why.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Nice. And there were a couple people. There were a couple people that were working there at the time that. They were they were there during the Jack Can Cook days and they and they stayed on and I wanted to figure out why and so getting lunch I would have lunch with them I would talk to them and I try to mm-hmm. figure it out it was a little bit more um, I'm just curious I'm trying to learn what do you do what path could I go in this industry and then just yeah. a little little bit of sort of uh, secure job security too making sure you know if I meet the right people but
1: yeah and I mean and it's, it's funny that that uh, was good experience because we're already even in year two we're in a we're in an organization where there's people who have stayed around for a reason, and there's people who have already left, right? So there you go. Um, I wanted to say, you know, you said you went to the University of Maryland, and uh, you went. You know, it's pretty awesome that you were able to go straight into working for an NFL franchise right out of that mm-hmm. graduation. Uh, Not only just an NFL franchise, by the way, like one of the.
0: Oldest right. and most significant Story. franchises yeah. Yeah. in the league. They've been
1: to two Super Bowls within the last ten years, I think, before you would have started working there, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, ninety. And, yeah. I was on
2: the I was on the other end as a fan in nineteen ninety-two. I was at there the game. Go. Mark so, Ripon,
1: yeah. let's go all day. Yeah, yeah.
2: I was not <laughs> well I, my running back <laughs> forgot his helmet where it was at the beginning of the game. So
1: I I wanted <laughs> to ask you, what feels worse though? Now in your current role, thinking about your history <laughs> What feels worse, the Hanny Mukhtar giving a penalty uh, against us the other the other night or losing the 2001 Final Four to Duke? Uh, There's gone a 54 <laughs> seconds game, Jay Williams you know, hitting all those oh, in the final minute.
2: Oh, man. Well, we got Duke back the next year when <laughs> Steve Blake picked Jay Williams' no pocket. Right oh, he's the, dealing, of course. Right before yeah, the end yeah, of the first no half. Doubt. And then uh, we won the national championship that year, too. So I'd absolutely have to say last Saturday yeah. was Maybe that bodes well for us. I I, I actually, I actually told Woody, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to talk to these guys because I don't have a voice. I, I legitimately lost my voice in Nashville, yelling, and I try to be sort of stoic, you know, you know, team leader, as you said, kind of sit back there, Mm -hmm. be objective, don't get too emotional. But uh, that one was, that one was tough. That was tough. I think just the. The su- the the supporters that we had there, we had a great, we had a mm-hmm. great. The supporters oh, yeah. were great, but we all throughout, see, all watching throughout, I watched yeah. and all
1: I could see was little yeah. dots of blood all even, throughout yeah, it wasn't the stadium. The one that exactly, went the group, it exactly. Was so, yeah.
2: you know, Scotty puts it in, and there's people taking their shirts off, <laughs> waving them around. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the Zoran's going crazy, Darius. I mean, it was, it was, it was like, Go oh, good. It was great, right? And then to have that call, on legitimately the last play of the game. And, you know, I know I said something online earlier in the <laughs> week and some people were like, well, it's not it's not just down to one play. It's, yes, <laughs> no, yes, I know, but that doesn't make it any, right. any easier uh, it, at the moment. And I think what was the most disappointing was, like I said, we, we deserve to win that game. Yeah, that was as good totally. as we've looked in maybe all season. And um, I, I just felt bad for the team and the coaches and the fans and everybody who's in the shot C
1: and FC family. And the reason I ask that question is not, not to you know, put you on the spot and make you remember all these bad memories, no, it's but okay. it's because I think it's important I'm for, for the fan base to know that the person running this club is a fan. You know, like yeah. you have not, you've somehow been able to hold on to your fandom through it all, through all your job responsibilities and everything you're doing you know, on your professional side. You love this club. And I, I think That's that right. shines through in every conversation that we've been able to have with you. What, what informs that? Like what, where do you discover that love from?
2: Well, I mean, I grew up playing soccer, so I love soccer. Um, you know, I got I got away from it a little bit. Like I said, I started out in the NFL. I spent a lot of time in the NFL. Um, I'm a huge hockey fan too, and I got to I got to work in the NHL for a few years, which was which was phenomenal. Um, back in the NFL here in Charlotte, and I sort of just got away from 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 soccer a little bit. But when when Dave and Nicole purchased a team and. You know, I was part of this, this OFP, the other football project we called it, it was like an after school project uh, to sort of follow up on what, what David said in his introductory press conference You know, bringing, he was interested in bringing soccer here so a few of us went to work and through that process I fell back in love with soccer honestly um, I remembered how much fun it was and. I started diving in and watching and you know, we're in age now where it's accessible Mm 24-7-365 And with every day that goes by I love it even more, you know, I'm more immersed in it Thank God my wife is a fan of it. Um, (laughs) my kids my kids like it love it So it's okay if I go home and throw a game on it's okay if I'm talking about it It's okay if I'm frustrated about it They're fans too. Um you know, and that's one thing for me in this industry. I've never forgot I'm a fan. I'm still a fan. I'm still a sports fan. I'm a, you know, um, there, there's teams that I love and I yell at the TV and I'm critical of and, you know, all, all that sort of stuff. I think just from my perspective, maybe I'm a little bit more object- objective because I know I know there's more to it on the back totally. end. But I still have those same emotions. Um, I'll never lose that. The day I lose that, I don't want to come to work. I tell I tell people that all the time. You lose that passion, you can't survive in this business. The highs are really high and the lows are really low. You know, um, this isn't pharmaceutical sales where your your Monday's the same, your Tuesday's the same, your Wednesday's the same, etc. You're selling the same drug, you're talking to the same doctors, every day is different. That's the beauty of it. But, it, but you got to take the good with the bad, you got to take the criticism as well as the praise. And uh, you know, you're usually getting more of one than the other, uh, but that that's okay, that's all right. And we signed up for it, no one's keeping me here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm choosing to be here I want to be here and I do love this club genuinely and I love this city I, I've, we love this yeah. city and we love the fans um, and what we've been able to do it's pretty pretty great more to do for sure
0: but. yeah I mean it's been, it's been a great launch it's, it's been a great uh, inaugural season and now follow up to that and we've talked about on the show before you know how impossible it is and professional sports to to not achieve your goal and still go into the offseason with great <laughs> momentum a fan base that feels good about itself and looking forward to to year two the fact that that was pulled off is just uh impressive to, to begin with but when you think about your history right we, we mentioned um the commanders you talk about the capitals i'm not sure what the, the uh, capitals I, I don't know when that franchise started but it wasn't it wasn't launching when when you joined them no
2: no late late 70s okay yeah, yeah. i'm not a hockey it, guy it's, no you know. it's it's okay no i'll, I'll it yeah. it's what was interesting about joining them, I was actually just telling this to somebody the other day. When I when I started working there, um it was really the start of their renaissance. You know, um, okay, yeah, they had successful teams. They had, you know, Peter Bonders of the World, right when I was in College Park, you know, that ninety eight Stanley Cup final. Um it just I, I think a, after that there was just a, a downtime where people were ranking the professional sports teams in D C, you know. They might have been four, four, gotcha. four, right? And you know, when I started there. It was it was early on in Alex Ovechkin's career, great. and nice. they had made a, a oh, pretty sh- a pretty great run. Hear me out on this one. Started out rough, <laughs> finished really strong. Barely made the playoffs, <laughs> but they made it.
0: Yeah,
2: and, sounds familiar. And so, you know, started to check a lot of boxes the, here, the Joe. The city started paying attention, and when I would call people about the Washington Capitals, they stopped. Telling me that they already they already buy ads with the Washington Post, and I had explained we're not a newspaper, or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're a hockey team. <laughs> yeah. And they would go, Oh, you got that guy number eight. Yeah. He's pretty good. I yeah. said, Yeah, that guy number eight's pretty good. But to see where, where sort of they that evolution and to when they won the Stanley Cup, and I would say they were they were one of four or one of five or how many professional teams are in DC. I think they surpassed everybody at oh, that yeah. time. Everyone was rocking the red. You know, everyone was an Ovechkin fan, and similar to how I look at our impact on soccer, you look at hockey in the, in the nation's capital now, and Northern Virginia, Maryland, mm-hmm. there's rinks popping up, there's kids playing, there's talent coming out of that area, and you know, uh, I'm I'm really proud to sort of been part of that play a little a little right. role in that it, it was of great. Course. So
1: yeah, they trickle down economics may yeah. work, but trickle down yeah. sports fandom does work, I yeah. agree. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 So, but that that's it's cool to hear cuz the, the the reason why I brought that up was just the
0: idea of Charlotte FC being that that OFP, that that new yeah. project with with no history at all. That's nothing right. nothing to tap into no. except well, for what could come in the future, right? Yeah. You know, the USL team here in town understanding, you know, the, the possibility of talent of a fan base and, and talent for sure but like you you get here and then you start a, you have to start a new franchise right mm-hmm. so I mean first and foremost that looks pretty damn good on a resume number one <laughs> especially if the, the team has success but number two is a different challenge it's yeah. a challenge in a way that maybe you've never dealt with before so I wanted to ask um, and you know along this journey what has been the most challenging thing uh, being the president of Charlotte FC, starting a new club, joining MLS. Yeah. Well, what is the one thing that sticks out to you where you say, "Wow, that's not maybe what I expected," and it's been difficult but also rewarding?
2: Yeah, no, it's a good question. Um, I think learning MLS. Yeah, I think learning MLS. You know, I think totally. uh, you know, I think the the NFL is the NFL. It's just sort of the, the biggest and baddest on the block, and you have a 24/7, three you know three sixty five network dedicated. You've yep. got. You know, people go crazy about the combine, and there's this mm-hmm. 12-month yeah. calendar, and you know, you know what you're getting in January, you know what you get in February, all right, March. Let's start thinking about the draft, and you know, April. You know, it is the draft, and yeah. you know, and then the schedule is coming out in May, and you know, <laughs> you, you've got you've got all this sort of built-in infrastructure that you just, you know, you sort of carve your way within that. And and I think Major League Soccer is at a point now where I think. Um, We've got a lot of great people in the league office. There's a lot of great people in this league. Um, people are starting to pay attention. You know, we talk about the young town, the league, and you know, obviously there's there's certain people that have um, world class ability that have come over in the last yeah. Couple well, months, t- but, let's just call him know, Tom, Tom yeah, Bogart. So it's been a
0: young talent real quickly. Yeah. Tom Bogart this yeah. week. Yeah. Twenty two players under twenty two, right. best in MLS. Adilson Milanda is on that list.
2: Yeah, we love that. Yeah, and he Good boy. He, he deserves every yeah. bit of that credit. Cool. And he's and he's a he's a top class human being no doubt that that's the best part of Adilson
1: without burn, hopefully I'm not burning too many uh, uh off off-record conversations but we did get a chance to talk one time recently at a match and you said man I'm still waiting for that Adilson Milanda uh late late winner yes. goal and, and I, yes. I thought to myself I thought it was a Joe would you take a late assist to win the game against yeah, Nashville yeah. for Arfield? Unfortunately, and then we we ended up losing the penalty. But I, I had that whole uh, tweet slash text well, uh, teed up to don't send. Don't think I didn't to turn to people no right, when that happened and said,
2: "Did you see who they've had that assist?" <laughs> yeah, no, no was, doubt. I was happy. I, I was happy for for him, and uh, I'm, we'll still get that header at some point on a set. No so doubt. That's, that's,
1: but that's uh, uh, one thing that John and I found in our in our pre game uh, pre interview prep here was the team that you used to work for, uh, the Commanders, they recently were pulling about 55,000 a oh, game. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So like, we've pulled more than that multiple <laughs> times and we're, we're approaching sort of almost a regular attendance, you know, 35 plus, yeah. so it's like, did you ever think when you were working in the NFL, you said a few minutes ago, NFL is king, and that's certainly not up for dispute in the American sports landscape? But like, did you ever think that MLS would be competitive with NFL in terms of like your main job over the years and uh, just putting butts in seats? You know,
2: ne- never, never. Um, but you know, obviously being on this side of the fence now, um, I see, I see all all of the potential there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're doing it and. And every time we go to a soccer-specific stadium, we went we went to Nashville on uh, Saturday, and it's a great stadium. And I think the capacity is around thirty, which I think is right for a soccer-specific stadium. But you know, back to the league, I think there's so many good people, and there's there's such there's such an exuberance and an excitement, and sort of that challenger mentality. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're going to show you. Yeah. And I do think in the next three to four years, you've got Copa America coming, you've got uh, World Cup. Uh, in 26, the the ability for us to fill our stadium, or maybe we go from 35 to 45 on average, or 55 on average, or mm-hmm. six, etc. Like that's so exciting and so doable. Um, and and I, I want every other club to be able to do that too. And I do think this is the type of league where you know we want to obviously we want three points every single match on the pitch, but I think off of it. I think each of the clubs work well with one another and we understand it's a high tides raises mm. all boats kind of thing so right. you know their success is gonna be our success and what's really neat about it is you know the Austin's the world the Charlotte FCs the world what St. Louis City is doing this year LAFC you know sort of the new kids on the block you know we're sort of leading the charge on a lot of this stuff which is which is really strange but a lot of fun I mean. You see to the NHL, back to that, I don't want to bore people with more hockey talk, but like what Vegas did, right? Totally. You know, that was an anomaly to come in and sort of take the league by storm. But, you know, everyone's kind of fallen their league on on game entertainment. Now they've sort of galvanized that community with people not thinking that anyone would care about hockey in the middle of a desert. Well, they sure do. And I'd like to think here in Charlotte now, people that didn't care about soccer before. But again, you know, maybe they're, they're, not only coming to games they're season ticket holders, they're they're following the independence, they're following our academy, they're signing up their kids into youth programs. Right. Like, you know, all of, the, all I know of that. At every all of that all that, of that is, is yeah. probably happening because of us and that's that's really rewarding. Um, and it's a testament to the men and women we have here that, you know, give their heart and soul every day to this place.
1: So the Upper Decks open versus D C what what gave you the confidence to uh, to go ahead and do that was the, the LFC turnout was nice and we just yeah. the, the, the social currency is riding yeah, up man, I let's love that. go. <laughs> uh,
2: I love social currency, you know you know I love that. Um, honestly, it, it, it we talk about it here and I know you guys talk about it, the people that listen to the show and they love it and we're serious soccer city. Mm-hmm. You know, we care about wins and losses and I talked about the highs being high and the lows being low, but mm-hmm. when we lose it's low and I I, I I don't like when people are upset, but I understand it and I never want anyone to be apathetic and I want people to be really excited when we're doing well and I want people to show up like I know we've shown up and That DC game next Saturday is a massive game for us in the standings. You all know that. And for me, it's opening the upper level. Not the only reason to do it is to pack it out a $15 ticket in the upper level. People can afford it. Mm -hmm. They're, They're, you know, move, move what you're doing and come out and support the team. If you don't think that motivates our guys, you're dead wrong because it does motivate our guys. And it's something that is intimidating for other teams to walk into. And we open the upper level because I, I want to prove to everybody that our fans, our support, will be there that night. We will have you know, 35 to 40 or, prove me wrong, put 50,000 in there. Mm-hmm. You know, the more tickets we sell in the upper level, we're going to keep opening sections. We're not going to stop. And it's a big, big night. And then it's going to go right into Wednesday. So you come out. Hopefully we play well. Saturday night we get a result. It's like luck. Run it back. We got. Mm-hmm. We got. We got a. <laughs> we got a big game Wednesday night against a tough side, and we beat them here last yeah. year.
0: Uh, didn't just didn't, beat him actually. Yeah. Oh, you you right. sent him home yeah. crying yeah. Yeah. and yeah. complaining yeah. about the fact oh, that uh, I they, they didn't win the yeah.
2: supporter yeah. shield. Man, we're trying to get yeah. home field advantage in the MLS Cup final. The magical football lines out of the field. Yeah. 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Are we paying the NFL lines back on the field? I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I got some
2: tricks <laughs> on my sleeve. Don't worry. It's uh, yeah. Is 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 our owner likes to call it? It's not cheating. It's gamesmanship. That's right. So Yeah. Yeah. We'll be all right.
1: Well, you talk about being, you know, the club for the community and a place where the community can. It's like this club is weaving itself into the fabric of the community for sure. Yeah. Um, If we get into like some of the criticisms that have happened, I know you're not afraid of a tough question, so I just want to hear you talk about your response. What is your response to people who are like, it's just too expensive to go to a Charlotte FC game, and and they're pricing me out, et cetera, et cetera. I mean. We've all made sacrifices. To be fair, he just said you could get into the game for fifteen dollars. <laughs> right. I mean, okay. I mean as yeah. fair as possible, and you know, I've been. John just I've been yeah. that. I have <laughs> spent the, the first few months raising. I just, I just no, want to hear, fair. you know, and uh, yeah. like, I want to hear everything what you have to feel about PSLS, and 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 do you yeah. still feel PSLS were right the, the right decision? You probably weren't the person that necessarily made it one to, one just by yourself, but. Yeah. Like it was a new ground that was broken. It's, by this it's club easy to complain about ticket like prices so just, When yeah.
0: it's easy to complain about ticket prices when you're a fan base when you see a ranking of sure. Hey, right. th- this is the club that the clubs yeah. that have the most expensive tickets, yeah, yeah. you know It's it's really just easy cherry-picking criticism, but there's a but there's different price points to get into
1: that sure. building Exactly there,
2: there is and look I mean some of that data. It's it's not apples to apples, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. You know, I, I've got a background in ticketing. Obviously, that's right. where I spent twenty some years. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, look, I, 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 you know, I go back to it. You know, it's not apples to apples. Look at the look at the teams that are quote unquote the most expensive. It's a lot of the newer teams, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you have an opportunity to start at a certain rate and, and price your product a certain way, you're you're going to do that. You know, at the end of the day, we want to make business or, or you want to you want to make some some profit. You want to be profitable eventually. You know most teams right. aren't right now um and you know we're not we're not very profitable either but in order to get there you you know you sort of understand demand and a lot of work went into the t- we didn't just throw numbers at a dartboard and come up mm-hmm. with it there was a lot of work that went in the back there was a lot of studying the league where do we want to be and why and i will tell you you know i, I think a benefit of the criticism came out with sort of our, our diverse you know, offerings with fifteen dollars mm-hmm. tickets every. We have them every single game. Sure, we had fifteen dollars tickets for that October twenty first game at one point in time. You know, and I know, I know. Yeah. Even when even that announcement was right. made, made we went out with tickets that were you know 50, 60 bucks. You know, other other clubs didn't do it, so we we have some seats with PSLS and some seats without PSLS. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I stand by that decision. Because number one if you didn't want to buy season ticket of the PSL there was there was opportunity for you to to do So, you know, you could you could sit in some places and also, you know, we did have to put some money into the stadium I know we talk about that, but money's money and we put it in Mm -hmm. we had to build a locker room We built a supporters bar. We built center tunnel, you know, there's 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 infrastructure things that we we did that you know, if there was an opportunity for us to you know have people invest we were gonna do that but also too, yeah I came from the Panther side I saw what a, va- a value of a PSL is I hope people that purchase those PSLs they're seeing the value in it right now and there's gonna be equity down the road in those um you know TBD on that but I I stand I stand by it our renewal rates for people at PSLs significantly higher versus people that didn't I mean most of the people that didn't renew their seats last year were in supporters or there are in the sections that didn't have it and you know look that that might just be you know just just an anomaly but i think i think if you are investing you're putting that down you're going to give you're going to give soccer another shot because again people that were buying seats last year they were doing it it's like look i'm gonna try it out we'll see right. 17 matches 18 matches that's I don't know, you know, I can I can I make it? I've got a family. I mean I've got other other things I want to do. I want to travel maybe in the weekend I wanna play golf, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that for us was was, you know, one of the reasons we said, you know what, let's take a shot and um, it, it, the, the data suggests like, look, I mean, that, those people are, they're, they're sort of, they're bought in. Right. right? That's, I, that's I, I have two PSLs, I have two seats, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I have
0: two PSLs, and I think the way that I feel about it is, uh, I have ownership of it, and for, the, for what it's worth for me, it was like, you know, it, its it's been industry standard to do something like that for over 20 years.
2: It is, and we, we again, we had focus groups. We had yeah. a lot of talks with not, not just one or two people, you know, if you guys can remember when we were staying this club up, we, I think, did a good job of going into true soccer fans, mm-hmm. true sports fans. We had a very diverse group of people that we were just, you know, talking about Chico, for example. I mean, I met him at the Peculiar Rabbit on a Sunday morning back in 2018 and, you know, he was well, heavily involved and still is with Pancho Villa's army. and. You know, we had had a, the Mexican national team in our stadium and it was like, Hey, we got to talk to him. He was the guy that was like, I need to get Tifo in mm-hmm. our stadium operations. Were like what's a Tifo? Right. And we're like, this is what it is. And so we, we talked to him and said like, Hey, do you have an MLS team? And he's like, no, why would I watch MLS? We said, well, you do now. It's going to be the one that's playing in Charlotte. And mm-hmm. he was kind of like, "What?" <laughs> and, um, but,
1: Buy a blue yeah, los yeah, purchase yeah, mask, yeah, yeah, ASAP. So, bro. so,
2: so, just just from there, I mean, it was like, here, here's someone we can talk to. Um, and look, not everybody agreed with it. Most people didn't. And then, and then we started talking through it a little bit more. And, it, and most people, were like, okay, I, I sort of understand it. Then you're doing these these focus groups, and people were taking these surveys, and like, you know what? I think we can do it here I think, I think we can And yeah, it wasn't one person's decision alone It was a collective sort of leap of faith But for, for me, I don't want to be a club in four years That has a fan base that's disintegrating The, right. the one thing you've seen around the league People get real excited about Orlando. it And then, then you start seeing some chinks in the armor So if this is an opportunity for us A play for us And I get it We gotta win We,
1: mm-hmm. gotta, win.
2: we gotta win Right? Full stop but this is another opportunity for us to, to make sure our fan base is is growing, because I'm going to get all commercial side on you. You Year over year, you want your fan base to grow. You want your season ticket yeah. base to grow, right? You you want to go out with renewals. You know there's going to be some attrition, but you want to be net positive year over year. And in order to do that, like this is a, this is a big piece of it for us. So time will tell. You know, look, and I understand, um, and and I, again, I, I I get criticized. All the time, and and that's okay. And people can have their opinions on it. Time will tell on this one.
1: I'll just say I appreciate you answering the question. People yeah. can can take your answer for what it's yeah, worth, I'm and they sure can decide. People, but at yeah. least at least you got a chance to address it. People are hitting for me, wheel right now. For me, <laughs> that guy. Uh, I'm a supporter, season ticket holder, and yeah. I find uh, yeah. I didn't necessarily want to buy a PSL personally. So I I appreciated that that was available. Yeah. I find it to be. Remarkably reasonably priced to get a season ticket holders, uh, supporter section ticket. Maybe that'll change next year. Who knows? And maybe not everybody's situation is the same. But the other thing is, I just want to say I think, that I think you'll like. I'll yeah, think you'll
2: like the answer. You, you
1: that don't one. have to. That's good to hear. I like yeah. that. <laughs> Breaking news here. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you don't have to sell me because I famously I can't be bought. Money is nothing to me. <laughs> I, I've already said on this show multiple times, you can offer me $5,000 for my October 21st ticket. Against, yes. against I Tennessee. want somebody to test it. I will say that. no. I Put me on camera. I'll, you can put $5,000 <laughs> in my hand. I'll hand it right back to you. So nice. there you go. Well, I you? love that. I wouldn't miss it. Yeah. I,
2: I, I. That's my expectation of this fan base, honestly. Totally. Yeah. And, and I'm not, that's not just hyperbole. That's not me just speaking to people that are going to be listening to this. I truly believe... You know people are going to be excited about it they want to see they want to see a legend in person but at the end of the day i want to see a legend go home a loser yeah, yeah, you know no um and and, the, and that match is hopefully going to be huge for us again and it's fan appreciation day um so you know upper <laughs> level is going to be open anyways it'll be it'll be fun um and i i truly i truly believe that you're not going to be you know you're not gonna be the minority on that one. You're gonna be in the majority for sure. Uh,
0: the run in here, I mean, it's not just about the game against Messi at the end. It's, it's obviously that you look at the schedule and you realize, okay, it's really nice to finish your season that way. Now two games in a row, which I don't necessarily know how I feel about it. I guess you just gotta deal with it, uh, home and home to end. If it comes down to that, fine, so be it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the run in outside of that those two matches is really good. It kind of highlights the quality of play in MLS. And I just wanted to follow up on something that you mentioned as far as just kind of learning MLS and understanding what it is and it's not just um, you know you saying I think a lot of people said that when MLS came into town because there's so many different things especially roster rules mm-hmm. um, you talk about the way that you have to manage a team the way that you can spend money the way all of that works and speaking of uh, Lionel Messi somebody who's going to come here he seems to be somebody that's changing all of that right uh, and, and the idea that all MLS clubs come together to make this work right it's, it's very it's a very unique sports organization in that it's almost a shared partnership between all these teams yeah. and sometimes you have to work with each other to make something work but when you do work with each other other to make something work for a different franchise <laughs> you must have other people saying well what about us yeah so there has to be conversation happening now or maybe in the future about what this signing means for the future of the league
2: absolutely you know I mean there, there's two. There's two sides of it. There's there's all the benefits that come with it. There's the eyeballs. There's the Apple numbers that have been reported. You know, this week it's people are talking about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every, oh yeah. All you have to do is every, ask. Everybody's talking about it. The Apple.
0: Just let me just say this. It, you, the Apple uh, app will literally it puts in there. Messi's, right. Messi's uh, race to, it shows you the standings right. in pink and says right. yes. Messi's race to the playoffs. I, I, I'm well aware of that. I'm well aware of that. It's not
2: MLS yeah. season yeah. pass yeah. it's yeah. Messi yeah. season yeah. pass. Let's, yeah. let's go on the other side of the yeah. fence now, shall we? Yeah, um, yeah you know, it's, it's uh, look, it's, it's great and, and we're, we're, all, we're all benefiting from yeah. it, but I think from my perspective, I think it's okay to say, well, what's in it for us? You know, how oh, is yeah. this going to help us move forward? You know, uh, it's the whole thing. And, you know, whether you guys are going to bring it up or not, it's like the grass first turf stuff. Are you guys going to put it down? You know? Yeah. An emphatic hell no, because, you know, this is this is about our club and and we value winning. And we talked about that moments ago with with D.C. United and we want to win. So look, if there's opportunities for us to take advantage, because there's uh, there's there's sort of roster architecture or you know there's things that we can do or maybe this is going to introduce different rules or some changes moving forward for us that we can take advantage of let's go let's do it i'm all for it at the same time you know i'm worried about the team that plays in uptown charlotte um 24 7 365 that's 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 what i'm that's what gets me up. That's what gets me going to bed, or going to bed at night, waking mm-hmm. up in the morning, coming to work and talking to myself, like you said. Um, <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, I think it's great, but I also, I'd love to go on the Apple app and see uh, Patrick Ajimong's story or, you know, mm-hmm. Nathan Byrne playing unbelievably, you know, in this this last stretch, you yeah. know? Um, some of the guys, right. Andrew Privet, that, that yep. should be more of a national story, you know, totally. like, that's fine. I mean, there was even, there was just some, some news and some coaching changes this week and I just I just went on to the you know, MLS website to take a look at it and I couldn't find anything because it was all pink and all about mm-hmm. one team. And my thing is, I get it. Oh, the,
1: right, 100%. I hey, we do too. I you actually, mentioned the rising tide I, I, earlier yeah, in the show. I, yeah, get, yeah. I
2: get it. And yeah. I'm supportive of the league being successful and if that's what's gonna attract the eyeballs. Let's do it, but let's, let's also not forget what everybody else is trying to do, and I think we've done a damn good job for this and for this league too. We continue to, and the supporters and the people, the people listening here, totally, y'all have done an amazing job. You know, hats off, pats on the back. People are noticing that stuff. You know, when Apple cuts into a broadcast and shows the pause non and people getting hyped in Charlotte. Yeah, they're like, Like, what the heck's going on in Charlotte? That's awesome, (laughs) right? And that shouldn't be ignored too. Yes, does it have the global eyeballs that Messi gives you? No, but is it important? 100%, because I tell you what, in five years, we're still gonna be doing the pasan, And -hmm. we might be doing it in front of 65,000 people. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be something that's got staying power, and that's really important for us.
1: And we you know, what one thing I haven't heard mentioned is that we might end up with three games in a row against Messi if we end up playing Miami in the eight nine game, you know, who, yeah. who knows. But yeah. but uh uh yeah, I, I don't know. I wanna talk a little bit about I, I didn't want to bring up necessarily the field versus turf thing because yeah. because it's kind of an old conversation and everyone sure. sort of but, knows how they feel with it. But um I will say I will here? say that I, I will just say that I hope that if we ever do correctly install grass on the pitch instead of the turf that it will be because our players asked for it, not because Leo Messi asked for it. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, no, it's it, two separate conversations, sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you had, you had the old, well, you put it down for one player mm-hmm. kind of thing, and then it's the longer term. Um, what do you do at the stadium? And, you know, the, the, the long term is this, guys. I, I think whether you ask a, a Panthers player, an opposing team on an you know, NFL game, MLS, or it's a Charlotte FC player, I don't think anyone's gonna tell you they prefer to play on turf. They all prefer to play on grass, but what gets missed is a lot of guys really don't mind it at all. There's consistency to it. O- ours actually from a soccer perspective is graded as high as you could possibly grade it. Cool. It's, it's the best playing surface that's artificial in the league and that, that doesn't change the fact that, you know, do we look into putting grass right. down? I think, so I think you're I, saying
1: I prefer cheeseburgers, but I'm, yeah. I'm good with pizza. That, that's, right. That, <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's yeah. right.
2: Yeah. You know, or McDonald's versus McDonald's, yeah. whatever, yeah. you know, but, but you know, I, I think the, the thing about the grass also that gets, I, I think in this conversation that gets lost a little bit to bring concerts back up, people think it's about the concerts. It's about the concerts. It's not just about the concerts. It's about, it's about flipping a field. I'll give you guys next week, right? We play Saturday night against DC, and I know we're going to pack it out. The Panthers kick off their home slate Monday night against New Orleans, and they're going to smack them around. And then we're right, we're right back Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what a grass field may look like if there's weather?
1: Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, 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 then you go viral so, for all the so look at this horrible pitch right. in Charlotte. I mean, know, I think yeah, you yeah, saw yeah, some right, grass
2: yeah. maybe in an MLS mm-hmm. play last week that didn't look too good, you know. We played in Chicago last year against the fire and an unbelievable win we came back. But you know, pregame we got there and it was a week after a monsoon 49ers Bears game. So there's there's technology out there. There's 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 probably ways that we can get that done. I think if there's if there's a way that we can get it done in the playability, the playability for both sides is is really top-notch because again you can say grass first turf, but if you're playing on a terrible grass surface is it worth it you know so that's yeah, one of the things that's, that that's, that a, that, that's
0: every- the type of thing you see when you're watching lower league games uh overseas well you you can point out like league two over in england yeah,
1: having a very poor pitch yeah. i can i can take all that i can accept all that can you just speak to how the people who be well that's just a money problem. But you, you have a, you have one of the richest owners ever. Why don't yeah. you just pay for it? To be, it's not more. It's you. We were talking about this. We've talked about this off off uh, microphone before about how there's grass. There's a grass shortage around grass the globe, shortage. right? Yeah.
2: There's, yeah. I mean, even putting the sod in, if we're going to do that, it's great you right. didn't you it's didn't it's not you just didn't it. It. Yeah, you know yeah, it's july yeah. and that game was in october it's uh, six months to get uh to get sod put in you know and to get it secured mm-hmm. and you have to grow it and you know yeah so there's nfl teams that have it because during an nfl season you're resodding in between the hash marks and typically end zones over and, over. and sidelines yes. over and over again and yeah. you know we were in nashville last mm-hmm. week at a concert did you did you see did you see the the <laughs> what well, was right in front of the 18 yard box yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I don't. I'm sure their grounds crew is great, but it was noticeable. It was, right. it was tough. So, look, it's not, it, it's, not right just money. It's yeah, it's not just money. And everyone's showing me the the new Real Madrid, you know, which is just looks like a Rubik's cube yeah. turning into Tottenham like a transformer. Right? Yeah. It's amazing. But at the end of the day, like even if it does flip up grass, like again, if you have two. Events on the grass in three days, the grass yeah. is still going to be the grass. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing that money can do other than like you're going to resod it overnight. But resotting something overnight doesn't make it playable. But so
0: I, I, I plan on I'm going to leave you this proposal here. You, yeah. you, you can you can take it to Mister Tepper. You can have a yeah. discussion in the next board meeting. And it's pretty <laughs> and it's pretty and it's pretty simple. It sounds so and, fancy. It's, it's very very simple. It's it, we you, the turf can stay f- until the end of time. If Charlotte FC continues to play uptown, like that's yeah. that's right. the proposal. Yeah. Keep yeah. the turf, yeah. Yeah. leave right. the stadium uptown. Uh, uh-huh. You know, how, what's uh, yeah. that? Like, what's that like though? Seriously, imagine it is, it's um, awesome. Imagine right. how difficult it would be if the stadium was yeah. thirty minutes south of
2: town. We talk about it all the time, John. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I talked about it in Nashville this weekend. It's a great stadium, but it's not. It's not in the right part of town yet. I'm sure. This, mm-hmm. I'm sure the city will grow up you know, around it and.
1: But think about Miami. You know, yeah, you know yeah. Inter-Fort Lauderdale I mean, they call it, you know? <laughs> I it?
2: Look, I'd like to think, you know, again, we work really yeah. hard here and we have, we have great people and the people with Charlotte are super supportive and they're diehard, but I, you know, you can't ignore the fact that our games are uptown and it's attractive the and the there's people, there's people like, look, I just want to go uptown and hang out. Mm-hmm. You know, we, yes, we use the party over and some people are like, I don't know if I like that anymore. But at the end of the day, like when you're uptown and you're walkable and t- to see just in my twelve years here, like what South End has become, totally. what down Moorhead's looking like, just all the all the apartments and condos uptown now. I mean no, we we have in terms of real estate, the, the corner of Met Moorhead, uh, I don't I, I wouldn't want to play anywhere else. I, I really I really wouldn't. And I you know, again, and we go and we see these soccer-specific stadiums, and it's really great, but I will tell you, our venue, our energy, where it is before, during, and after is mm-hmm. unmatched around the league.
1: I will take you, can you, we can we can build it over the, the McNick tailgate lot. Uh, we can put our soccer-specific stadium there if Mr. <laughs> Teppi really wants to shell out. But, but that gets into you know, one of the final things we want to talk about, which is with the future of the club and just, yeah. like, how we, like, Develop this this party that you talked about, and yeah. how the party's yeah. been a great selling point. I love the party. I love, party. I love two party. I, Did you let me ask you a question, yeah. real quick? Did you prep Joe for this interview because he keeps bringing <laughs> up the topics
2: before we get to <laughs> him. It's almost like I've listened before,
1: you guys or the <laughs> show. Maybe you I pay attention. attention. He's a you know? T so so. I call it out because John famously has never been to official an official tailgate and he doesn't plan to go. You know that's, <laughs> not, to, not to blow up your spire, Johnny. I'll let you take it from there, but like we, we in our prep we talked about like yeah. like what is the future in terms of like improving maybe sort of the proximity to the stadium sure. of the pregame park. Well,
0: I'm just thinking of specifically Mint Street, right? Yeah. I think the, the Supporters Bar there, you mentioned the changes to, to Bank of America Stadium, which have been unbelievable. The Supporters yeah. Bar is the perfect place where you can tell people, hey, let's meet before the match, mm-hmm. we're going to meet there, no matter where you're sitting in the stadium, And it's a really cool place to hang out. If you want to pony up and hang down at the vault or... Uh, down the other end of the stadium I haven't been to that area uh, Behind Behind the goal uh, On the end of the stadium What's Gallery that? The gallery there Haven't been yes. there it Looks cool um, So if people want to do that it's cool Yeah So we, we were down there sure. for, Yeah we were down da- we, I haven't I been there for a match things. We yeah. were in there okay. for uh, pre-event but which by the way I, leading up to the launch of the club getting getting the supporters in the building for the Kowalsky's yeah. unveiling you know ha- having those moments are, are incredible so so my question is is like I, I get the the tailgate down in that lot it makes sense mm-hmm. it does but there's this gold mine that could potentially be Mint Street right mm-hmm. there right it's it's closed down anyway right, right and I know awesome. I know in the past that there has been uh, some block parties there mm-hmm. And you know what? I think a huge part of our show is trying to be grassroots, uh, b- support local businesses. And one thing that we do do before the match is we go to HopFly Fly, and we get sandwiches from Katsu Cart, which is a badass food truck. And typically, we'll do that because sometimes we will get in the stadium and we don't necessarily have those grassroots options mm-hmm. um, at our fingertips. They're in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. I know they're, but yeah. but they're not all over the place sure. like some other things. So how how do we how do we Take a match day experience that is an MLS match day experience. I understand the corporate nature of that, but how do you trickle it down into the community and get some more grassroots local businesses involved?
2: Yeah, and I I think MLS is probably the least sort of corporate, you know, environment out of any of the four major sports, and that's what I love about it. Um, That that's a work in progress for us. I think one thing I'm proud I'm proud to be a part of here is our skill of listening. Mm-hmm. And we, we do. We do listen, which is why I knew everything you're going to ask me about. Right? <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, what, what, what he's doing is yeah, research over right, there. He does. Yeah, um, no, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, 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 look, I mean, we do listen. We, we want to take advantage of some opportunities that present themselves. I think the McNinch lot, the McNinch lot, I mean, that was something that, you know, we had access to and, you know, we didn't need to charge anybody. Right, right. right it was it was free to come in and which is that, that, yeah. that, that's important if it's free if it's yeah free. yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah and that's important and you know you've got the supporter march which is which is been good great, march you know sure. and look is it too we long march it too march short play? we yeah. have a mini a smaller so the look, you can have your cake and eat it too there there's there's things that we can do in that that lot potentially and there's things we can do we have activated Mint Street before yes food trucks there and um you know yes and did you feel as,
1: did it feel like it was worth it to do that? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You know, but but again, there's gotta be there's gotta be a reason to do it as well. Like, you know, um, those those folks aren't coming if the the crowd's not gonna be there. they're not they're, yeah. you know, they're not there just to set up well, and you know, wave to people when they're coming by. And you know, I think as we as we grow and we expand and um, that that is absolutely something that not only from food trucks on mid Street, it's who are we partnering with in the community? Totally. That, how, 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 can we, I mean. how can we amplify, you know, this is Monday through Friday. This is Saturday and Sunday. It's our short off season. It's, I, I always tell it, and I'm sure, you know, I can't remember if Darius said it when, when you spoke to him, but you know, walking the walk is really important to us. Yeah. So, you know, we're not gonna say, yeah, we're gonna be great for the community not do things like that. I mean, we constantly, I mean, you talked about fancy board meetings a few minutes ago, we we do we meet all the time and we whether it's just walking down the hall or someone's driving to work and has an idea and it's you know we love the fact that we are woven in the community use your words and you know to sustain that and to, to be even more woven like let's be authentically ourselves yeah let's do what we can do um, because I think it is a little bit it is less corporate than other leagues and we've got the ability to do that so totally. Um, anything that's anything that's an impact on the community but also match day game day experience I mean that again that's my wheelhouse yeah I I love being a fan I love fans I love the experiences I got into sports because that was what I did growing up with my dad that was the best part of my youth is the times I was able to go to games and watch games and just I fell in love with sports so I've got kids too. Mm-hmm. So I've got a, I've got I've got I've got a I've got a sounding board when I walk home. Trust me, every every you know I walk in the door, it's I hear it, you know, and yeah. uh, so in everything we do, yeah, everything we do.
0: Yeah, and to be fair, like. Uh, I, I don't think it's, like, an issue. I, you you see the watch parties, uh, away watch yeah. parties, at local establishments, right? So even those kind of partnerships Which has been are, a huge are, are growth pro, in are, year
1: two from year one, I yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's propping on yeah. a yeah. local... That's awesome. ...sending that.
0: people somewhere. You know, because Charlotte is such a... Pl- you know, I, I think... I think Charlotte FC, and this is, I, I, I think, where uh, I'll wrap things up because uh, we're coming uh, close to, to the end here. It's been 50 minutes. It's been an amazing 50 Probably, minutes. I feel like yeah. we could keep – you said two, three hours before, I think. Yeah, you were, that's you were prepped I'm, for yeah. um, I got, I got but it. It's but been, it's, been right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been an amazing hour. It's been an amazing hour. I think Charlotte FC as a whole kind of represents what Charlotte is yeah. in general, which is a – city that is growing very quickly and businesses are planting their flag and saying hey this is where I can have success and you're seeing that in the sports space you're seeing that in the restaurant space you're seeing that in so many different spaces. Yeah. Obviously, the brewery space—it's—it's it's crowded. You, all you have to do is listen to the show. Mm-hmm. We've been to a million breweries, and we still have a million more to go. It's
1: just yeah, a quality of life. Yeah, yeah. Oak. hit Vaulted Vaulted Oak. Oak for the first time today. Yeah, for, we did. Yeah, for yeah. lunch. Yeah, oh, like right, cool. Absolutely. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, so it's like right, so right up so the street it, for me.
0: Does it feel nice. that way? Like, does it feel? Like, does it feel to you like Charlotte FC is, is blending culturally with what's happening in the town? I,
2: I, I've said it before. It's it's the right it's the right team, in the right league, in the right city, at the right time. Full stop. Um, this is the 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 evolution of Charlotte. Even in the, you know, twelve years I've been here, it's just been so great to see. Um, you know, coming from like the D.C. area where it's transient and transients, so you're in and you're out, right? Mm-hmm. You you said it. You come in, you plant a flag. People come here and they don't want to leave. And yep. um, I love all the people coming in from from all over the place. I think all three of us, right? Totally, like four even, including Woody over there. Um, didn't grow up here, but we want to stay here. And I think the people that did grow up here are very proud of what, what Charlotte's becoming. And I love the fact that we are, we are on the forefront of, of making this city better day in and day out and amplifying it and putting it, I truly believe we'll put it on a world stage. You know, and I saw a stat that, that said- up. I Cup. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, 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 I saw a stat saying, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a top 10, it's a top 10 city for, for globally for, for quality of life. I think anybody anybody yeah, who's yeah. here knows as, that. As long
1: as you have air conditioning, yeah. Yeah. I think John. He's, I'm he's here. Yeah.
2: Well, I, you know, I grew up in Western New York, so I mean, that's uh, not a lot of air conditioning needed. Some heaters and some snow blowers and stuff like that, but yeah.
1: I moved here, what, 2014, so nine nine and a half years ago, or whatever. Yeah. I think John around the same time. Yeah. I, I love it here. I just want to say this as we wrap up: we talk about the future, we talk about growing, we talk about you know pre-game festivities. College game day was here. Last week, you know, in Romare Bearden Park, ahead of I was North in Carolina, man. South Carolina. Yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you need, if you want to rent out Romare Bearden Park and have a big pre-game, pregame show, John and I will host. You know, we'll put, <laughs> us on, put on the desk. I'll wear, you know, I'll wear, this, I'll, we'll get Sir minty on there, yeah. you know, it'll be great. As long as we can drink beer as we're hosting that <laughs> show, uh, that game
0: party.
2: That's very it's very soccer. That's, very, it's, that's that's all those yeah. man.
0: Yeah, we call that area the the, the French Quarter there, and and Romeo Bearden Park, the soccer soul of Charlotte. And having and having the stadium right down the street from that is is, no, is absolutely uh, huge.
2: It's it's great. I mean, it's it's one of those things where I'm a bit jealous. I don't I don't really get to make it out there too often. I've I've been out to sport a lot a few times, but. Obviously with some things I've gotta do pre-game, um, it's a little bit more difficult, but it's just, I love watching the videos and um, just seeing pictures and just hearing just comments. And uh, it just, it it makes me so happy. I know it does. I can speak for everybody here at the club. I mean, it means the world to us. Um, so keep, you know, keep being fans. It doesn't, again, we're not gonna do everything right. Um, just just know that, that our intentions are always the best you know I've seen things saying like we don't care um, I think during like the leaks Cup because we couldn't host like they don't care they don't want to host like come on right you know yeah. think twice before right. you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're you know or, Pick up the phone, you know, call me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Give, okay. give somebody an ounce yeah. of credit. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, we, someone, someone spending their time, energy, and livelihood yeah. in yeah. this project. Yeah. If, they, if they didn't care about the project, you think they'd yeah. be doing that? Look, no.
2: we're going to make, and again, we're going to make decisions that, that uh, you know, will we'll probably, you know, maybe maybe not land well sometimes. We're going to have criticism. But, you know, what I can tell you is we're, we're going to objectively look at it. And if we made, we made the wrong move, we'll admit it and move on and get better. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna get better uh, by doing everything right all of the time. It's those mistakes you make sometimes, and you get better from it. And you know, we talked about some things earlier, and I think we I think we've gotten we've gotten good at it. And there's there, there's a lot of meat on the bones still. We're young, um, but we're gonna get this right. We want to make everybody proud. You know, that's it.
0: Oh okay. uh, there you, I'll say this. I, I know that you can't uh, do it on Charlotte FC match day. But the invite is out there, whether it's postseason or um, you know in the off season, on a Premier League match day. Okay. Let's just go out and have a good time, you all know? Right, you just come out you know, rub elbows with the the soccer fans in the French Quarter. That's right. You, you, you know, you, you just, you don't have to wear anything Charlotte FC and just kind of, yeah. you know, have some fun with it. And you can enjoy But if can I don't wear anything
2: Charlotte FC, I'll have very little social currency. Yeah, yeah, okay? exactly. You know what I'm saying?
1: After this episode, I don't think you're going to be allowed to walk <laughs> yeah. around uh, uh, Uptown Well, that's you. what was I was about. I, I, <laughs> I didn't want, yeah, mind. Mind. I didn't want yeah, people asking for autographs
0: all freaking Sunday morning while we're, you know, getting boozed up at Hooligans Uptown watching some premier league soccer. Oh, yeah. So awesome. we're, we're looking forward to, to the next couple of weeks. We're looking forward to the next yeah. month and a half. It's going to be an amazing finish to the season. Yeah. Thank you It'll for be. taking the time to, yeah. to do this with us
2: today. I appreciate everything you guys do, and uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for thinking of me. This is this is great.
1: Thanks for being our president. <laughs> what can I say? You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers.
2: <laughs>